there. Welcome to the Calm Podcast, combining academia and life with Marilyn. My name is Marilyn Ritchie, and I have been a mentor and a scientist for 15 years, and I wanted to find a platform to reach more of the academic community than I interact with at my own university. My goal is to give you strategies and ideas for how to achieve harmony between work and life. Sit back, relax, and let's achieve harmony together. Hi there, this is Marilyn, and I am so grateful to be back for another episode of the Calm Podcast. It is a very busy and weird time of year, isn't it? I'm recording this episode during the holiday season. I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but I'm recording in between the end of Hanukkah and Christmas time and Everybody's wrapping up from the year of work and trying to get through this holiday season. So I decided that what I wanted to talk about here in episode 20, so this will be the last episode for 2020 because that just feels right, ending 2020 with episode 20, right? Um, I want to talk about the, the holiday Uh, strategies for surviving. So this episode is the Holiday Survival Guide. And it's really inspired by what I've been thinking about and telling myself to get through this particular season, Uh, what I've been talking to some of the, the folks in my lab about and some of my neighbors and friends. Because even in a regular normal year, the holiday season can be stressful and challenging. And Of course, like everything else, 2020 just adds an extra, you know, zing and punch to it. So I thought this would be a good topic for this episode. So one of the first things to think through is just to remember that this time of year is what I would refer to as as a both-and season. It is possible to have opposite emotions at the same time, and I feel like that is exacerbated during the holidays. So this season is filled with joy, but for many people, also filled with sadness. You know, there are some people who are estranged from their family or who have to work um, overtime to make ends meet and so they're missing out on family time that they would like to be home. Um, Because of COVID, there are a lot of people who are in the hospital and who are sick and who can't be with their family. And so it's joyful and sad. Um, It's also fun and stressful. So yeah, there are all sorts of fun things that we try to do around the holiday season, but I don't know about the rest of you. I try to pack in too many things, and I do this to myself every year. I have this long list of things I want to do, crafts I want to make with the kids, and things I want to bake, and it just ends up wearing me out. And 
I tried this year to prune the list back, but I, I still found myself on various days feeling stressed. I feel like 2020 is no different from any other year in that that concept of both and, and, and maybe it's even more extreme in kind of the two competing emotions. The COVID restrictions that a lot of states in the United States are experiencing are creating a lot of anxiety and tension and anger in a lot of people. Um, and, and you probably have friends that are on either side of kind of the, the both and of this. Some are really glad that the restrictions are in place because it is a, an effort to keep people safe and uh, mitigate the rapid spread of the virus and hospitals being overwhelmed. And then you have others who are really angry because they are small business owners. They are trying to you know, support their family and the government is making that challenging. And so the, the COVID restrictions are just creating so much angst across the board. We are inching closer to the inauguration day of the next president of the United States. If you pay any attention to the news, the election has been over for many weeks, but it is still very much a stressful and heated topic of discussion among a lot of people. The COVID vaccine, actually two vaccines, have gotten emergency use authorization in the United States and are being kind of deployed through healthcare workers. That's creating a lot of excitement for some, anxiety and fear for others. Uh, Because of COVID, there's just been a lot of loss and a lot of grief. And that goes from, you know, actual human loss to job loss missed opportunities, you know, missing out on events. And lastly, the year is just so different because we can't do the things we normally do. Most years, our December is packed with parties and gatherings and get-togethers, and every weekend has something on the calendar. And this year, we had nothing on the calendar. And that was in some ways relaxing, but in other days kind of creepy and unsettling. And normally we travel to visit family and we aren't doing that this year. And I don't know about the rest of you, but when I am kind of seeing what other people are doing on social media, it's, I don't know, it's hard to, to figure out how to feel. You know, there are some people who are staying home alone for the entire season. They live alone and they're staying alone for the holidays. And then there are other people who are flying around the country and don't seem very worried about COVID. And so you really do have both ends of the extreme, probably in your community of people that you know. And it just, I don't know, it it makes me stressed. And I'm trying to have a safe middle ground for myself and my family, but it's just so stressful to kind of watch this all play out. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to the vaccine being more widely distributed to those who want it. And we can start to to do some of the things that we used to enjoy. But in the meantime, 
We need to survive the holidays of 2020. This is the last push of this very unusual and very difficult year. And so I came up with five tips for the holiday survival guide. And these are gonna get us through these next two weeks and make it to the new year and allow us some sense of calm and centering and peace as we get through it. Tip number one, we have to be patient. Patience is my mantra right now. It is the word of the month. I am saying it in my head daily, multiple times a day. Marilyn, be patient. Just be patient, breathe. Why? Because nothing is going as planned. If you are like me, you're experiencing shipping delays across the board. I ordered Christmas cards at Thanksgiving. They shipped on November 29th. As of December 21st, they weren't here yet. They are lost in the mail. And I'm hopeful that I can get them out before New Year's. We'll see when they finally show up. I have multiple gifts that are in transit dash late and have been for weeks from the U.S. Postal Service. I just read an article that in Philadelphia, they're experiencing exorbitant delays and they're not sure that they're going to get through everything before the holidays that uh, everyone just needs to realize that Santa's going to be late this year and there's nothing we can do about it you know I I did my shopping early I ordered my cards early I did everything right it just is what it is and I've just been throwing up my hands and chalking it up to just another 2020ism it just it is what it is Because of COVID, there are limits as to how many people can be in stores. And so I've definitely seen lines to get into stores. Uh, Because of COVID, the way that checkout is happening at stores is different. And they have socially distanced lines and queue systems that make the wait sometimes longer. They have to clean the surfaces in between people. We have to just be patient. These stores are doing their best to be open and to serve the community and to be successful during this time. Being impatient doesn't help us get through the line any faster. It just stresses us out. And we also have to be patient with one another. I have noticed, especially just because of the way COVID is, people change their minds on a regular basis about what is okay and what isn't okay. you know, even with my own kids, one of them was playing sports and it was, it's an outdoor sport, it's lacrosse. And I was okay with it for a while. And then I was becoming increasingly uncomfortable with it because COVID rates were going up. Fortunately, the governor stopped it. And so I didn't have to make the decision, but I think my son was getting frustrated because I was like, I don't know if you should go now. Oh no, today it's okay. And I just kept flip-flopping and So we have to be patient with ourselves and with one another as we are trying to navigate all of this. So tip number one, breathe and be patient. Tip number two, do the joyful things that you 
love and that you have time for and that you want to do. And if you can't do certain things, let it go. What things am I talking about? One, decorating the Christmas tree um, and decorating your house. It is one of my favorite things of the year to sit with my coffee and look at my Christmas tree. And so that was something that I was unwilling to give up this year. We are giving up so many things. The tree is not one of them. I have some colleagues that I know did not do a tree this year, or they did a tree kind of half-assed, and that's okay. No judgment at all. If decorating a tree or decorating your house is a chore for you, don't do it. But if it brings you joy, make the effort and do it, even though no one will see it except for you and your family. It, it will bring you joy. Similarly, baking the cookies. Normally, I bake tons of cookies and I share the cookies and I take them to all the parties and those aren't happening. But you know what? I love baking cookies. And so I have baked four different types of cookies and I have two more that I'd like to make before the end of the season. I'm doing it for me, not for any other reason because it brings me joy. And there are so many holiday favorite movies. We are trying to get through all of them this year. We've watched Christmas Vacation, and we've watched Elf, and we've watched Daddy's Home 2. We still have many more to go, but we are just cranking through them. And I've just been saying to my kids, like, what are the holiday traditions that you love that we can do? And we are trying to do all the joyful things that we can fit in safely and at home with one another. So any way that you can do the things that typically bring you joy in the season and they're safe and you feel comfortable doing them, have at it and do all the things. All right, tip number three is to spend some time reflecting and while doing so, stay neutral in your thinking. So let me unpack this a little bit. First, 2020 has been something. It is a year unlike any other that we've experienced. I think it's a really good time to reflect on the year, think about what worked, think about what didn't work. Maybe take some time to journal and actually write these things so that you can look at them and really think about them. What were some of the highs of the year and what were some of the lows? I think it is safe to say that we all have experienced both and in terms of highs and lows, joys and sorrows in 2020. Some have more highs, some have more lows. But just thinking through what what worked and what didn't 2021, at least for the first half, probably isn't going to look so different in terms of COVID restrictions, you know, emphasis on staying at home, virtual or hybrid school, working from home. It's probably going to be the same for a while. It's not like it just changes on January 1st. So what was working for you that you can do more of and what wasn't working that now would be a good time to think about how to pivot and shift? What 
things do you want to get back to? Um, I heard Dave Hollis on a podcast said recently, what parts of normal are worth getting back to? I think it's a good time to reflect on, you know, what parts of pre-2020 life do we miss that we can't wait to get back to? And what parts of pre-2020 life do we not want to do anymore? And can we change our ways to not do whatever those things are? As far as the thinking neutral part, I'm reading a book right now by Trevor Moad called It Takes What It Takes, and it's about keeping your thinking neutral. The idea is if you are overly positive or overly negative, that that can not be the best place to be when stressful things happen. Sometimes things are not great and being overly positive just seems inauthentic and fake and doesn't actually allow you to deal with the situation that you're in. Similarly, being negative doesn't really help either. It just kind of brings you down and doesn't allow you to just get through the thing. And so in the book, Trevor talks about keeping your thinking neutral, that things are just happening and we just need to deal with them as they happen. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. As I've been reflecting on 2020 and starting to journal and get to this kind of end of the year um, period, I'm thinking a lot about what worked and what didn't and trying not to let my emotions swing to positive or negative. When I start thinking about some of the bad things, it's so easy to get negative and it's not helpful. The, The point of the exercise is to learn from what was challenging and grow from it, not be down and angry. So spend some time reflecting. And if you're a person who likes to journal, uh, I think it's a great time to just kind of make a list of the highs and the lows and uh, think about how you can use that information to to start thinking about your goals and your, or your resolutions or your plans or your habits that you want to implement for 2021. That'll be, that'll be an episode in January. We'll talk about that. So tip number three, reflect and stay neutral. Tip number four, I think we all need a social media evaluation. What do I mean by that? First, where are you right now with your social media usage? How is it making you feel? Especially when we have extra time, it's very easy to scroll. And I catch myself getting into that habit as well that when I have time and I don't really have anywhere to be, it gets so easy to scroll and just Twitter, scroll, scroll, Facebook, Instagram, etc. I am noticing that depending on what I'm seeing, it's really driving emotional and uh, lots of feelings within 
my mind. Sometimes they're happy and they're great, and other times they are, um, I can catch myself being judgy or getting angry or frustrated. And especially right now, because this time of year is stressful for people, I feel like there's a lot more negativity than usual. And so if being on social media is not making you feel great, take a vacation. Just turn it off for a little while. If there are certain people who you know, or either people or um, organizations that you follow that are drumming up negative emotions for you, either unfriend or block them or just snooze them for 30 days. Sometimes people are in a rough spot and so they post a lot of negative things for a period of time. You don't want to unfriend them. You just don't want to see their posts. So snooze them for a while. If you're in a mood, my advice is get off of social media. The number of people that I'm seeing posting really mean comments, I just, I can't get behind that. I feel like if you can't be kind with the comments that you're making, then just don't make a comment. My motto and what I'm trying to teach my kids is if I won't say it to that person, if I was with them in person or on the telephone, I will not type it on their social media page, period. So if it's a comment that I would make to you in person, even if it's not the nicest thing, I think it's fine. If it's a constructive criticism, though, I actually think it's better to deliver that direct to the person, not in front of the masses. So really, I don't give criticism on social media, but especially the ones who are making these snarky, mean comments, it just, don't do it. We just have to stop doing it. If you're doing it, it can't make you feel good. And so not only are you making the person you commented feel bad, and you're creating anxiety in everyone who's reading it, you probably don't feel good for what you've said. So if you're in a bad mood, don't get on social media. If you do get joy from social media and um, and you're comfortable sharing, I do think that it's great to be sharing what is happening in your life. You know, I get such joy out of seeing pictures of my friends and their, you know, how they've decorated their homes for the holidays and picture their kids and pictures of their pets. It makes me really happy. I have one friend who is uh, doing these advent calendar posts every day. She has a, a wine advent calendar and a cheese advent calendar and a friend's advent calendar and she opens them and she shares it and she's doing these TikTok videos and it is so fun and I look forward to seeing it every day. And so if you do feel comfortable, you know, sharing what's going on, by all means, we should do it and not worry about, you know, what everybody else is going through. You know, some of us are looking to social media to feel connected and to see one another when we can't see them in person. But if it is drumming up negative emotions, turn it off, take it off your phone, pause it for a while and just try to enjoy kind of what's happening in your day-to-day. As with anything, I think social media is one of these things that if it enhances or improves our life, we should use it. And if it is just bringing us down, we should drop it.
All right, we have come to the end of the tips. This is it, tip number five. My tip is start today. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think it really resonates at this time of year. Whatever the thing is that you are already starting to say you want to do in the new year, do it now. Don't wait till January 1st. Don't wait till Monday. Start today. You're going to start working out. Do it today. When you're done with the podcast, go work out. Or actually, you could do the podcast or listen to the podcast while you're working out. You're going to start meal planning. Don't wait till January 1. You're going to be tired. If you stay up to watch the ball drop in New York City, you're going to be cranky. You're going to be cold. Don't do it. Don't wait. Just do it today. Especially if you are off work for the holidays or off school. So you're going to have a week or two weeks off. Don't wait until you're just about to go back to school and work to try to implement some new habit or some new thing that you want to do. While you have the time off, you have the time. You just need the motivation to push yourself to do the thing. Once we get into January, we're going to be back into school and work mode and busy and time will not be as available. And so if you can start now with whatever thing is that you're trying to to add to your life for the new year, you'll have one to two weeks already in the bag. And they say, you know, I've heard it takes 21 days to start a habit. It takes 30 days to start a habit. Whatever it is, if you can get seven to 14 of them in before you're back to school and work, you will be that much closer to that habit becoming a part of your daily routine. And so it's a nutrition thing, a sleep thing, an exercise thing, a reading thing, whatever it is, don't wait till January. Start doing it today. That is it for today's episode. I want to say thank you to all of you who have listened to any of the episodes that I've put together for 2020. As I've said before, this has been a goal of mine for many years, and I am just so grateful that one of the things that I was able to achieve in 2020 was to make this goal a reality. You know, getting the right microphone, learning how to do sound editing, learning how to get this information up on the internet and distributed to the different podcast providers. It it has brought me such joy. And I'm really looking forward to coming up with some new topics and maybe even doing some interviews with other people in 2021. I am very proud that we made it to episode 20 in 2020. As I said at the beginning, it just feels right to get 20 episodes in in this crazy, insane, wackadoodle year that we've had. So thank you for spending some of your time with me. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast and that you're kind of getting nuggets of information that are useful to you as you navigate through your daily busy life. So with that, 
I will say happy holidays, happy new year. I will talk to you in 2021. Take care. You've just listened to another episode of the Calm Podcast. I hope that some of the strategies that I talked about are helpful to you in your journey through academia and life. As they say, it's not all about the destination. It's about the journey. Let's make it a great one. Until next time.